to another episode of Coffee Bods, and thank you for joining us. I'm joined here by Wes, who's going to be answering some of our urgent questions around Christian healing. Hey, Wes, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Oh, I like that. Urgent questions. Urgent questions. Well, um, it's a parliament thing. Yeah. Obviously, uh, there are questions that need to be answered urgently. People want to have discussions over some big topics. It's the same in every context, isn't it? So in our churches, in our ministries, the people we're with, we have these urgent questions. So we thought it would be helpful to address some of them. Um, If you do have any questions of your own people who are listening and you're feeling they're quite urgent and they're around the topic of Christian healing, please do send them through to us um, and we will discuss them over a cup of coffee just for 15, 20 minutes or so. Um, but I thought I would kick us off today, Wes, with a question while we wait okay. for some of our listeners to send in some other questions. And it's around, well, let's just ask it. If God wants me well and whole, how, um, why am I still unwell? Wow. Okay. <laughs> There's an urgent question. <laughs> so, I mean, one great question, because one of the things we believe as um one of the self-evident truths, one of the things that's obvious from reading the scripture is that God is a God of love and that he is an interventionist. He wants to be involved in people's lives. Mm. So, you know, it's not God spectates and says, oh, you haven't had a rough time. Well, you know, good luck with that. But that he is drawn to get involved with us. So the question then is, you know, if that's the state of, of things, why am I still sick? You know, mm. why haven't I been healed? And why aren't I well? And of course, in the end, it's a question about the goodness and power of God on one side, and and then you know, the reality of human existence on the other. Mm. So um, take even the phrase "Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth" as, as it is in heaven, is a recognition of the fact that the way God would ha- had created, has created, and and would want things on is is in a sense, one thing, but very often the way that we experience life and the reality is another. And of course, some people, you know, they think, well, you're not supposed to experience any of the healing or the good because yeah. clearly life is is this way. And, and for some people, it's going to get worse and, you know, and whatever. Yeah. So that's, that's the nature of, of the question. You know, if God is a God of love, if God is all powerful, why am I still not healed? Why am yeah. I still sick? Yeah, That's where you start I, from. And it's, so if he is those things, if he is all-powerful, if he is good, and if he is loving, it can it make prayer quite difficult for some people? Because it, it's a contradiction, isn't it? And, and we find ourselves, I, I mean, I've done it and I've heard it a lot, praying, if it's your will, heal this person. Yeah. But isn't his will always good? Well, you see, there you go. And and, and of course, you're going to you're going to say, OK, then if the will of God is always to do good, hmm. why isn't why? Why do bad things happen to good people? Yeah. You know, uh, you know uh, uh, and whatever. And of course, one of the questions then you have to come down to is to understand how the will of God works and, and sometimes how it doesn't work. Um, and it was really interesting. At one stage in church history, um, we we caught up with this phrase, if it be your will. 
Mm. Not because, in a sense, we hadn't read the scriptures and we didn't think that God want, wanted to heal, but because we didn't see it happen. And we wanted, I know it sounds crazy, but we wanted to almost protect God's really, yeah. um, uh, reputation mm. by sort of saying, well, things like, for instance, it wasn't his will because he clearly had a higher purpose mm. or he was doing something that we didn't see. And, and yes, I can accept all of those. But actually, often the reason if it be your will was used was because we were a, insecure about whether God would do anything or not. And we didn't want him to look bad. But if you then say, OK, um, if God is loving and if he's all powerful and this is what he wants. And yet it doesn't always happen on the earth. Does that change who God is? He's not loving. He's not all powerful and he doesn't want it. Or are there other reasons? why what a loving, all-powerful, willing God wants to happen doesn't get done in the way that he would like it. Yeah. And so, of course, that's your, that's your bigger question that, that comes yeah. with that. Um, so, for instance, just, you know, if we take the words almighty, we hear that and we have it in our songs and our hymns, and we hear it one way, but we see it in a different way. Because if God is almighty, how come I'm allowed to sin? Yeah, yeah I, know, I know it's about free will. But actually, was God getting his will done mm. when I sinned? And the answer is clearly not. Mm. So I have to reframe how God gets his will done and how it impacts my life in order to understand that the, the bigger question that, mm. that goes with that. Does, does that make sense? It does make sense. It opens up a lot of other sort of questions and thoughts, I suppose. Um, oh, it, like it, it is clear what you're saying. Um, I was just thinking, as you were saying, as you were speaking, that I have to try and word this like so that it's coherent. But you could see the will of God working very fruitfully in one area of your life. And not necessarily another. Does that make uh, sense? So, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then I think that then challenges people's faith because it's like, as so all these things, sorry, were going through my head as you were speaking, because I was then thinking, okay, so what's my faith in? Is my faith in the healing or is my faith in who God says he is over my whole life? Mm. Yeah. And you, you brought out the issue of prayer, you know, I mean, so it, in my life when I'm praying for something, you know, if if I can see this particular prayer answer, bit of prayer answered, but not that bit of prayer, what what do I do with that, and how does mm-hmm. that how does that pan out? And of course, the the throughout Scripture, the psalmists they understood this. Or yeah. I mean, and it's 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 really clear. It's there all the time. I mean, Psalm six is one of the classic healing psalms in the Old Testament, and it's got this thing of um, "Have mercy on me, Lord, I'm faint." Heal me, Lord, for my bones are in agony. My soul's in deep anguish. How long, Lord? How long? And often it's tied up uh, with uh, the opposition they were going through and whatever. But Psalm 6, heal me, Lord. And how long am I going to have to wait uh, for this? Mm. And I think partly, you know, in in understanding um, how the will of God works, 
I think part of our problem is that we can sometimes assume that when it's nothing to do with us, yeah. we're not involved. You know, and 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 I and I guess part of my um, answer to the question is is saying, okay, God, if God wants to work, and if it's not happening in the way that He wants, then is there anything I need to do? Mm. Is there anything somebody else needs to do? Is there a, a shift in something that needs to happen? Is is God's will being opposed by you know other forces? Yeah. And, and to begin to understand some of that. Yeah, that's helpful because waiting is always hard, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So yeah. I mean, when you wrote uh, "How Long, O Lord" from that psalm, um, I think that has helped so many people um, because they have found themselves in that position of waiting and mm. asking how long. But I suppose the the thing that we need to think about is what what do we do in that moment of waiting? Do we do we just wait or do we do something active? Well, um, I, I guess if we put it on this in this way, that I think there are two kinds of waiting. Okay. There's waiting for something, and and there is waiting on something, and and the Bible in a sense, has has both. It perhaps a distinguishing between them is I can wait for something. I can wait for the bus. And it means I just stand there and I can do nothing. Yeah. I just have to wait and hope that it comes. <laughs> or actually, if I'm waiting on something, then actually I could, for example, um, you know, check did the bus leave. Yeah. I could see if anybody else saw the bus coming. I'm suddenly actively involved in, in the process waiting. And, and it's waiting on the Lord that is, a, is an active thing, not a passive thing. Right. And, and particularly in relation to answer prayer mm. and particularly in relation to answer prayer about healing. I think there's a waiting on the Lord that we can do mm. that is perhaps not passive. Putting you on the spot a little bit, but have you got any examples or an example of what that might look like, or, or, or a moment where you have found yourself waiting, and, and what did you do to to journey? Um, yes, I, I think one of the things that we can do is if we don't get an answer to prayer, um, it sounds as if God is silent. Yeah, He's not talking to us. Okay, and I. <laughs> It may be the way that my mind and heart works, but I realized that what what if the problem was not that God wasn't talking, but that I wasn't hearing him? Okay. Now, there are times in the scripture when God is silent and his silences are profound and, and they say as much often as his words do. Mm. But I know there are times when, if you like, God's, wanting to get my attention, but I'm not hearing it. I'm not, you know, in the place. So I guess one of the things I, I've done in the past is if I come to that place, I say, Lord, what am I missing? Okay. And and, and for me, um, you know, asking God to speak to you is great. And you should, and we, could, we can do that. Do you know what I do is I ask God questions because I found that I can hear God answering my specific questions hmm. 
rather than sitting in a vacuum and waiting to hear a sermon from him. Yeah. So, for instance, when I get to a place where I get stuck, I ask the Lord, why? Lord, why, why am I stuck here? What, you know, is, is there anything that I've um, got myself stuck in? How did I get here? Yeah. Um, I said, Lord, is there anything that I need to do right now? that helps me move out of this place? Yeah. Is there anything I, anybody I need to talk to? Is there anything I, it would help me read? Is there anything in scripture that's going to help me? Yeah. What would help me move forward in this place? You know, whatever it is, whether yeah. it's uncertainty of the future or whether it's I'm physically in need and need God's touch on my body or my mind or my spirit. For me, I found that I can, it seems that I can hear God easier if I ask him questions. Awesome. And funnily enough, I'm not alone in that. Because <laughs> if you read the Bible, yeah. loads, of, loads of people do that. Nicodemus yeah. turns up to Jesus and says, you know, Master, we know, you know, <laughs> what's going on? I understand him. He's, you know, he's come with a question. It makes you wonder where we stopped asking quite as oh. much. You know, was there a moment where we were asking quite regularly? Because you, as you say, we can see it in the scripture. We, you know, even just that Psalm six. How long, O oh Lord? That's the question. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and realizing there is no question you can't ask. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so the psalmist doesn't dress it up and says, "Oh Lord, I'm just a, you know, I've been waiting here for a little while." <laughs> he says, "Lord, how long?" Yeah. And 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 even if God comes to you and says, where, says and says to me, "Where's you? Just got to hang in a little bit longer because." There's stuff that needs to happen in this process. Yeah. But even that is helpful because I know that I'm not out of God's reach or out of such. And, and I think in the moments when we're waiting, particularly waiting for healing, it feels as if we've been forgotten and we're out of God's reach. Mm. And I think the reason that this is a great question, Lisa, a great urgent question, mm. is if there's any message, if you're in the waiting place, you're not out of God's reach and, and he hasn't forgotten where you are. Yeah. And, and maybe sometimes it's an invitation to, to take some positive, active steps about the thing we're looking for. Move, in a sense, to move into the direction that we want the answer to come from. Yeah, it's amazing. And and uh, if I could just share an experience of yeah, where that that's what you've just said, and literally is something that I did this week, where I felt God say, so I was struggling to pray in the house because I do everything in the house, work, mm. social, all, you know, everything, and the environment was becoming quite stale for me, and I mm -hmm. felt God say, go out, leave the house, and come and meet me. And I went up to the field near our house and I walked and I spoke out loud to him, which I did, for some reason I don't tend to do in the house for whatever reason. <laughs> and I just felt like I've met I've met with him in the way I needed. Yeah. So I just I was really encouraged then that you said to, you know, actively take a step to where he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we need to be open to that, don't we? Uh, yes. And, and it could be anything. And, you know, it could be. Um, I, do you know a funny thing happens to me? I, it just happened this week, uh, and it's the way that that God speaks and it, to me. And, and please, you know, I'm not saying everybody should do it this way and, and whatever. Um, but um, 
sometimes you know, a verse of scripture will come to you okay yeah. and you'll get the words of the text and you'll, yeah. you'll concordance it or flick it through and <laughs> find it out you can't so much do it on a on an app funnily enough um sometimes it might come as a chapter or a verse you yeah. know do you know sometimes and it happened to me this week it came as a page number wow and i was just i just said lord i need to speak to you and and it was as if the holy spirit said to me page 997 <laughs> And I'm thinking, okay, I hope this isn't the bit where somebody goes and hangs themselves and you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever. And I I I opened I opened my Bible at page 997 and I just read the text and I thought, oh, I get it now. You know, some people say, oh, it's luck or you know, yeah. whatever, but I honestly couldn't tell you what page 996 or page 998 say. Yeah, I don't. I haven't got that in my memory. So it wasn't that I was trying to find something and yeah. got to find page nine hundred ninety-seven. Sometimes, you know, the best thing you can do is read the scriptures. Sometimes, the best thing you could do is put on some worship of any genre mm. and actively say, "Lord, just water my spirit and my faith today yeah. with with this." Um, sometimes it might be get up go outside and walk on the hills. Sometimes yeah. it might be get in touch with so-and-so and ask him to pray for you. Mm. Maybe it might be read this book about somebody whose experience was the thing that you were looking for. Mm. Sometimes it might be just sit still and let me love you. Yeah. You know, yeah. but all of those things are in a sense an a-, a positive active step of faith. When we're waiting for God, for for the thing that God wants to connect with us and in the reality of our lives. Mm, what an encouragement. Thank mm. you. Yeah. So if you are journeying in this situation where you're just feeling like, why have I not been healed? Why am I feeling so unwell or going through something that just doesn't seem to be shifting? Um, it's worth us praying and asking God what we need to do ourselves in those moments as well. Um, mm. where we're just waiting and and as we were preparing this podcast where you actually said just keep going mm. and I think yeah. that's, that's a really helpful phrase to take just keep going um but thank you it's been really really helpful yeah, I'm going to ask you to pray in just a second for those who are listening um but you also had an urgent question of your own didn't you um I've completely <laughs> forgotten it I don't know if you can remember what it is for next well, week yeah, as an Anglican priest, when I was ordained, um, part of the, the the commission that you receive is that you pre- you um, pray for the sick and that you prepare the dying for their death, yeah. um, which is right, and that we should do that. Um, what it what interests me in my urgent question <laughs> I looked at it is Jesus never sent the disciples out to prepare the dying for their death. Now, I know that we need to do it, but I, it was it was that balance of something that really provoked me. So maybe there's yeah. an urgent question for you next time. Yeah, awesome. I think we'll we'll get a look at that one next time. And But please do send your questions through. We will discuss them. Um, so as we just come to an end, Wes, would you kindly pray for those listening? Father, for all those of us who are waiting for heaven's answer to come down on earth 
Today, Father, I ask that you will open our hearts afresh, that we will know with a deeper conviction that you know where we are, you know what we need, and you know the journey that we take. Mm. And I pray, Father, today that the Jesus who comes onto the earth and brings words of eternal life to us, that those words of eternal life, Father, let them transform into words of healing, body and spirit and mind and words of hope that you are near us and that your kingdom is coming. And this I ask because of Jesus in his name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening and joining us today. We look forward to catching you next week. There are plenty of new resources um, on our YouTube channel as well as our website. And please do like this, share this with those um, who would enjoy it. And if you can, please do uh, pop in a donation as well that goes towards all of these free resources that we can bring you. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.